Hey, what's good? I hope you guys like this episode because I'm super excited to film it. And so the title says, Who's More Psycho, City or Suburb People? And I'm so pumped to film it because I just feel like the two locations I've lived are so very luckily interesting. Just hit the jackpot. And so also, again, luckily I can compare the suburbs because... During vid, I got close with some UMD homies, so I really can see the difference between the two slash three now. So I hope you guys enjoy this little journey with me. So in DC, people care about if a party is cool or not, and I noticed in Connecticut, we do not care at all, and I think that's maybe a theme that you might know about Connecticut. think it's because everybody is so bored and i'll explain to you how extreme it is so this connects to my episode where i talked about how i knew i was bisexual so go check that out if it interests you but i was saying how susie's the one who throws the parties from since we were fetus kids since jeweling wasn't even jeweling it was vaping and Anyway, Susie threw the parties. Everyone always wanted to go. Obviously, as we get older, it gets a little bit, well, maybe not obviously, but for some reason, they got a little more dull. And it's not to be rude because this is actually about to be a compliment, but they just were getting a little bit more sparse. I think people just grow apart when you get older, but my friend was saying, oh, you know what? I kind of miss those parties. And I just said, really? And I'll tell you why it's very shocking because the last one I went to, it literally didn't have any music. And that's just because the speaker was dying and we kept saying, uh, are we really going to just sit here with nothing in the background? And it's just, we had no choice. It was dead. But then in DC, it's you, the people have the entire DJ stand for real. Like, for, I don't quite know why you need the Beats headphones. Maybe someone can explain that to me. But there's always the person that's the DJ for the night, the Beats headphones, the actual sound mixer board and it's just like one takes partying as if it's a sport and then the other one and it gets even worse than that so that's just an example people are like reminiscing about the party the musicless parties in connecticut and then secondly so this is about a person that i went out with that i literally met from ask fm if you guys remember that online questionnaire forum not forum but a little app slash website we used in maybe seventh grade it's like to rate your crushes in that and they were from connecticut too but they were just from another town and so they put on their snapchat story cheshire the geotag and so it was either that night or the next day and i just said oh you were in cheshire what did you do like where in cheshire were you and they just said i have no idea And it's like, you can just sit in an apartment in a different town and have the time of your life. So it's just funny how people care about different things. And that's just a huge difference between the two places. And there's more silly things I could say, but I really want to skip to dating because it's gotten so strange that my friends like are starting to not even believe me. And it's, you know, when people believe you, but they're just more dumbfounded slash mystified like wow i can't believe that's reality 
and so we could probably start with well here let's start with this statement i was watching love island and on that they talk about how many people they've dated before and so as they talk i think what's my number does it match theirs so i've just been walking around in my life thinking that mine was three but now i'm realizing lying in bed now I completely missed two people that I think honestly would be a little upset if I had forgot if they knew that I had forgotten about them and it's because for some reason I can remember the people I've dated in Connecticut but when I try to think about my dating history in DC it really I draw a blank and the issue is I do value my relationships so much so it's kind of shocking also considering how unique and memorable every single DC person seems to be. Again, it's shocking and I can think of a reason why it took me about 10 minutes to realize. But anyway, I wanted to elaborate on something else. I was on the phone tonight with my friend. I was whitening my teeth, but we were talking about, you know, girls always talk about their dating lives. And I was just telling her about how all of my DC dating conversations are the same so you'll go out with someone by the way i think you might have heard me say before it's like there was a post saying that dc was voted the best city slash state for singles like to date like the best dating culture and the comments were so funny they were like for who and had maybe 200 likes because it's such a bizarre place to go out with people but anyway i wonder if this happens to other people but it makes a lot of sense to me in a disturbing way so i'll set the scene you go out with someone they are completely normal and nice someone you wouldn't be humiliated to bring to your parents to your holiday because they can carry a conversation they don't have any visible personality disorders and you'll just go out for them with them for a bit but not long enough for you to have children yet still in the beginning and then this is the pattern i'll get i'll one day start getting very cryptic vague text messages almost like morris code just thinking okay what's going on here just because they're having a strange personality flip we might have bizarre phone calls or something just the behavior is completely odd as if there's a new person texting me and then one day there might be a blow up either that or it'll just mm, would it ever be a fizzle out no there's always some disaster and i think oh dear i guess someone didn't understand my sarcasm again guess i'll try to be a little bit more low-key and less extreme with my jokes all right better luck next time and it might be months until we talk again usually it's months rather than a year but it'll be that long and then one day i'll get a text message that is a little less morse code it's actually completely clear because it's as if they had gone on reddit and copy and pasted the exact same message to send to me but i know that it's from them because well that's just what my instinct tells me you can be the judge of it if you'd like they'll just say sorry for my past behavior or they'll say oh just to explain how i was acting before sorry i was just in a place where i was figuring out my career and wasn't able to focus on somebody else but now 
I'm ready for a relationship. And I just need to do an immediate disclaimer from this. This is Christina talking again, not talking about the text anymore. But I know some people that I've gone out with or anything of the sort listen to this. And I just want you to know it's not a target to you. It might not even about be about you. It's just this has been at least half of the people I've gone out with. And it's not good or bad it's just notable and interesting and i think it just shows the culture how it's all the same everyone's obsessed with their job and i actually do get it it's the catch-22 of going out with people who are ambitious something else that explains this as well is i hope this doesn't seem unrelated but i promise it'll connect sometimes i think about how people ask me for advice a lot and then i'll reflect and think hmm The advice giver at the moment is somebody who escapes their problems by flying to various states within the United States. That person I'm referring to is me. It's like I'll have trouble in one place. Oh, better fly to Connecticut now. You know, that kind of thing. And the reason why I mentioned it is because besides the whole, well, actually, this does relate to the career issue just so many relationships and just because they're going to either a new country or a new state. I remember an icebreaker I sent to someone was, are you still in America? And just in Connecticut, there's none of these odd conversations, odd questions. It's always just a normal relationship where the person is nice and offers to pay and makes themselves pay. And then it just ends because one person Well, actually, the herpes doesn't seem to be that much of an issue. Don't worry, that's not talking about me. I was just thinking of random gossip I heard once. I heard it and then I wasn't sure if I wanted to hook up with the guy. And I think I made the right decision not to. But that probably was so confusing and unrelated. Sorry, but felt a little related to me. But anyway, that might be the only... That might be the reason I only remember my suburban relationships because they're so normal and healthy and pleasant, but also it's almost as if DC people are ashamed of the people they've gone out with and don't even want to admit that it could possibly be their significant other. And I'll explain why. I wonder if I should start out with a me example or a friend example. We'll start out with a me one because that was part of my rebranding. I wanted to make everything about people as vague as possible and mostly about just me making fun of myself. I learned that from Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive. But anyway, so I just remember there was this person that I still consider someone who wasn't, but that doesn't really matter. I was hanging out at a house where, let's see, should I just be more specific? I can. So the person was in a frat and the frat president was introducing maybe potential brothers, just saying, okay, now this is Jared, who that'll be the name that I use to refer to the person that we could say was not an embarrassment, but just not someone I put on my Instagram or anything. So the guy said, this is Jared and Jared's girlfriend, Tina. Oh, And then he goes, oh, wait, wait, not, this is Jared and his not girlfriend. And so I suppose maybe that stood out that it was bizarre. I was like that because like I said, it 
well actually i'm the weird dc person those were the suburb people that i was interacting with who were normal and didn't mind saying who they possibly were going out with because again with me i still consider that not a relationship because well i told the person i didn't want to be their girlfriend but i guess i was acting like it but whatever that's really besides the point and another one that i'll make is one of my best girlfriends in dc it's actually another interesting thing so we didn't even go to the same undergrad but the amount of people we had both gone out with before and i'm not saying like our true love's kiss i'm just saying people we've gone maybe we could say like oh to brunch with it has to have been at least one two three three immediately come to mind when i think of it which is a little bizarre when you think about it it's such a big city what are the chances of that we were shook every time but the first person that we had the connection with she also had the same disease as me where she didn't admit and doesn't refer to him as an official boyfriend and that's kind of this isn't judging her but in general that's a little sad that that would happen but like i said it's because the people are so bizarre and just the social skills just make it embarrassing i only want to admit the people that were actually you know normal but that person i wouldn't be embarrassed about because at least they were normal looking and when you first meet them they seem normal for some reason that's my only qualification to not be embarrassed by someone but that's a little interesting and i thought i'd tell you guys something else so along the lines of my not being able to remember who i go out with oh my god this is honestly terrible because well first i wanted to make this because i also did my update for the dating guys versus girls just well not just now but maybe a few days ago because i wanted to be more positive towards women and i'm making this because i want to be more positive towards dc and the reason i'm saying that is because my dates in dc are so repeat and i was just going to make fun of somebody else that we can name that girl beatrice the same person we had gone on the date with and then i realized i'm like that and i can tell you why after but i remember the guy had maybe dm'd me or something and then we went out and she just said to me so what are you guys doing and i think i started i said oh i think we're gonna go monumenting and she said oh that's what we did too and she just knew exactly what was going to happen she was like she didn't use the words but i think she said he's kind of awkward and then she said at the end they didn't kiss so during the debrief i was like yeah we didn't kiss and she said right i didn't think so and it's just funny how people are so it almost explains the what's the verb for rigid i don't know the verb for that but i'm also like a rigid person but that's just i feel so type a to do the same cookie cutter date but then also i'm thinking of what i do when i've asked people out the amount of times we've gone to and also this can be a part of the venn diagram that matches you guys know if you are in northwest dc everybody goes to barcelona that's basically our dining hall that nice little tapas restaurant the amount of times i've gone there with people 
or anything on that street just because there's so many restaurants and it was walking distance so i also am a culprit of that repeat date i also take people to silver diner i think it's the name oh no it's just called silver because it's like so there's silver diner which i heard was in the suburb which again i suppose you could say that explains it one of the suburb people taught me this so there's the actual diner and then silver which i lived near they created an upscale version which it's almost like a fancy restaurant but then i would take people there because i liked the milkshakes because they were spiked there was like chunky monkey and all that so you could say i'm also a repeat offender but just when i would go out with people in connecticut it was always all different things yeah it's just like suburb people seem to be more creative again because of the boredom there were always new ideas but here it's all right we're gonna go to a restaurant at wisconsin and that's what happens and i wonder if i should be embarrassed to admit this right now like okay christina you went night monumenting because if you live in dc you know that everybody already does that but come on it actually is quite romantic when see it sounds like a joke but it's actually serious they're very majestic at night like when the lincoln whatever the lincoln's it's not sculpture monument when it glows and then you sit at the back of it it's quite nice and you know some of the best dates are the things that you would just do on your own because the people might suck but i just love going to the american history museum which is a different date but i could have gone on my own i just really am starstruck every time i see abraham lincoln's hat i'm just like how did you people get this so just to conclude the dating segment people and my friends it's just a repeat theme and question i always get oh christina why do you date such weird people and it's because the normal ones they have the personality flip they move out of the state for an indefinite time and of course because it's such a weird place dc which again i like it the weirdness but since it's such a weird place who wants to live there for a long time and so they'll just come back so then the normal ones are a little bit more in and out and then the ones that stay there it's potentially that nobody else likes them you guys know i never mind that kind of person so i'm loyal i'll go out with them i'll hang out with them and i guess it's just so not unpleasant but and not not memorable because it is memorable but for some reason i just don't remember them while i'm watching love island so i'm sorry if i've forgotten you that really isn't like me it's just because we live in a strange place and some people have asked me how come you haven't talked about me yet on your episodes and if you've you'd like me to talk about you feel free to tell me i'm not really sure why you'd want me to but if you do don't worry i'd only say nice things but one time again with the whole body count thing my friend was talking about it with me he said you know what you should do christina you should make an episode for every person you've hooked up with and do not panic i would never do that that is so disturbing see i don't know why people are really interested in this stuff but i give the people what they want except for that i wouldn't do anything so personal of course i'll never name drop or anything but that's just a random interesting thing can you guess 
DC person, of course, said that as a request. And I just wanted to mention a story to you guys that happened recently that's just a huge anomaly to me. And I'll start it out like this. I have told you guys before how I don't really experience the emotion slash phenomenon of awkwardness. And it's just not an exaggeration. The reason why I know what it feels like is because of my brief two-month depression I had when I was around age 15 and don't worry that doesn't that's not like a sad story to me but it's just to explain and I think it's part of the ADHD I noticed that ADHD people like don't get as uncomfortable and I think that's why but maybe that explains how bad this was and the reason it relates is because in Connecticut you might have heard in my parallel universe episode people here are so chill and laid back you really can say anything and it just glides over but again in dc people are so rigid and you could say that there are not really awkward moments but moments where everybody's looking around thinking oh dear what do we do now now that there's this horrific scene where everyone just randomly isn't getting along for saying one wrong word and so and i'm not even saying like one of the offensive words i'm seeing oh accidentally mentioned delta gamma that kind of thing and so i was hopefully if anybody hears this they won't get mad at me but you guys are literally my lifelong friends so hopefully you don't mind me saying this so i was hanging out with two of my best friends and actually before i say the anomaly this was actually something else i was going to talk about thank god the people in dc they don't seem to care about driving but in connecticut it is so critical that i start to have to defend the driver due to the backseat driving and actually this this other thing i'm about to say too is actually a connecticut pattern that i've been seeing so at one point i just had said something about my last name and the friend we can say jake said you know christina you're kind of problematic and really instead of clever comeback i just looked in the rear view mirror and said get out of the car and obviously that was a joke the person just said no i don't want to and so the three of us just kind of laughed because that's our sense of humor but a lot of people tell each other to get out of the car and i just said in that moment you know it's kind of interesting because a lot of the time people actually will get out of the car and yeah that's just us and that wasn't even the awkward moment so the awkward moment was actually when everybody was already drunk so that's how you know it was bad but actually both of the awkward moments i'm thinking about were alcohol related so that's kind of interesting you'd think you would loosen people up and it did but still people seem to look at me strangely and so in this scenario you guys might have listened to my law school series just talking about it and just i think in all of these i've talked to you guys about my muscle tension due to you know studying life stress and all that and one of the friends was just saying how they're dating somebody who's in med school and i just made one comment that i've made a dc before and nobody really seems to blink it on because they understand what it's like to be so uptight and caring about these things that 
really your grades and all that really don't define you but I'll just go into it I had just said oh it's kind of nice to talk to med school people because they understand my muscle tension and then there was a pause and then I got some interesting looks in confusion but not because they didn't comprehend the topic but because of the way we looked at it differently I think and it's because those two friends they're in a certain field that is very I would say well would I say I'll just say it's a complex field which I always ask them and say what do you even do like please explain I was writing notes down because it's a field that I think would be useful to have knowledge on I just it's so complicated to me but the difference is I don't think that it's like you know business where if you don't know about stocks you might be confused but it's not like an extended grad school in the same way that med school and law school is and so they just looked at me strangely and they said why would a muscle tension connect you guys and I was really getting furrowed brows and I was just thinking oh did I say something wrong here and I just said oh okay just because it's a lot of studying it can cause the muscles to be tense and there was a pause again where it felt like they didn't understand but one of the friends said oh yeah I got that part so it was just a little bit the moment was feeling disturbed because it wasn't a comprehension issue but then the friend that was dating the doctor said oh yeah I watched them do homework all the time and so it's like they got it but see I wonder if people get offended by what I say I'm not quite sure if that was the problem because what they do it's hard to it's like oh everything can be deserving of muscle tension but it really was more of a light-hearted comment and really seeming to get the sense that people don't always get my jokes but that was something that I don't quite understand what happened and I hope that's not talking badly I just I like to tell you of these little scenarios that go on with me and so that was one horrifying moment but literally love those friends so much i hope you guys know that's not negative but okay something that pissed me off which okay i always feel like it's not shit talking if it's something you have already addressed to that person so i feel like it's just more of a factual recount of what's going on like i never say something that isn't what the person already knows and we've already discussed so i feel like it's okay but what pissed me off is this goes back to the backseat driving so i was the mom that night i've really been enjoying being the dd lately because you know some people are more fun it's like i can be loose and just have a few drinks while i like to enjoy my friends being even more loose and that's even more of a good time for me than me being drunk. But anyway, I was the mom, so I was picking everyone up and dropping everyone home because I know some people don't like driving a lot, but it is, I can have the worst anxiety in the world. And the second I plug in that aux cord and drive in a straight line, it's like anxiety never existed. It's like a day at the spa for me. So I'll really drive anywhere. Well, as long as there's not too many left turns and high traffic left turns, I never like those much. But anyway, I was pulling into the friend's driveway and 
I, for some reason, ever since that driving test, I've gotten very comfortable with K-turns, and the friend was not having that. I suppose the common method is to back out, but it's just, it was a little dark, and I suppose I thought, oh, it's backing out into a street, I don't want to get hit by a car or something, and so it just felt like an awkward moment because I knew the friend kept watching me and so my friend in the passenger seat I said please shoo them away and make them stop looking at me and I was just stuck not knowing if I should listen to them or if I should just continue turning because I get I'll admit a little confused when it comes to reversing when you're in the middle of doing something else but so then when I was at dropping off the other friend that was in the passenger seat I was doing the same little k-turn vibe and I realized okay this was not the right thing to do and I was just making myself embarrassed thinking oh my gosh is this family like watching me a struggle right now because I definitely should have backed out in that moment and it just reminds me again that friend's next door neighbor was somebody that I dated with the longest driveway ever and I just had to say that person all the time okay I'm sorry your parents are so gonna judge me because I think I would like drive all over their lawn because of how I wasn't used to maneuvering such a narrow long driveway and they just said oh it's okay they don't care so that was nice and so those were just some of my awkward moments I hope you liked that and yeah can can I get people stop being so critical with driving because so in DC the times I've driven people are always with their cars because I don't have my Subaru there but anyway like people are just so grateful that they don't have to be the one driving in the roundabouts that it's like there's no criticisms because it's such a nice treat and then the other thing is when it comes to road trips and stuff I never mind being the one who has to do the night shift because again it's so relaxing to me just need that music and then i'm in heaven cloud nine so i hope that was interesting to you guys you could say i'm like so people do comment on my driving all the time and it annoys me because i'll never put you in danger like i'm a safe driver i always go along with whatever the speed limit the flow of traffic is doing so i'm not like a grandma driver and I'm not reckless. The only thing I suppose that people notice is, for example, when I'm just like pulling out of a parking lot, I don't always know if it's one way or something. So I might just glance a little extra. And it's just because, you guys, I'm not going to die in such a cliche way of in a car accident. Like that's so predictable so i'm going to be safe and if i'm going to go somewhere i'm going to be sure that it's the right way so see one of the criticisms of that friend was like oh my gosh you're like a fine driver christina but if i was the car behind you i'd be confused and so okay you might be confused but at least you're not dead so that's what i always say and i know that i wasn't doing badly because they were like excited for us to go on the highway and i feel like if they actually thought i was bad they wouldn't want to be going like 100 miles per hour with me and so you guys can lay off my back but see i was getting sassy there but 
at this friend, if you ever hear this, you're way meaner to me than I am to you. And you know I love you. So please forgive me. And thank you for the content. And I could finish off with that with that tonight, right? I hope that that was interesting to you guys. I definitely have more to add. So I could just post this now and just edit it and add more later. But I just thought I'd tell you those things. And talk soon. Bye.